Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Weekend Edition. And we have four yes, books sir. for you tonight, as well as a mail. Uh, we haven't had a mail in a little bit, but the streak. Jacob with a K has kicking it, he kicked it up a notch and he sent in a mail, uh, today. So we're going to add that in. Uh, and I just want to say that from now on, we're making an announcement. From now on, the regular weekday show is going to move to Thursday. Now, if Marvel could be very nice and give us the review <laughs> copies of these books, maybe we can get it back to Wednesday. But the idea of us coming home from work Wednesday and trying to get ready, I, I never feel prepared on Wednesday yeah, night for the show. Also, it's rough. Also, we started the website and me and Brandon here want to review a bunch of the books on the website. And because we end up recording on Wednesday, that's pretty much my free night where I would love to review the comics. So shifting it to Thursday, which I'm already busy on Thursday. So, you know, just being busier doesn't really matter much to me. But on Wednesday, we will be able to review the stuff, put it up on the website, which is Weird Science Marvel Comics. Um, but I will mention the Patreon-only spotlight will be on Wednesday, though. It's just going to be one book. Me and Brandon will do one book for now. And if you want to get that as a kickstart to get going, uh, go over to patreon.com slash weirdscience. You can get that Patreon-only spotlight Wednesday night later. And then Thursday night, me, Brandon, and Aaron will be doing the regular podcast. And then on Sunday, like we're doing right now, we do the weekend the edition. Weekend. Yeah. So if you are... Full on board, you'll get three separate nights of comic reviews. Almost all the Marvel books. Yeah, almost. I, I mean, we. <laughs> I'm trying to read most of them. It's just a lot of these, because they are so far into series and things like that, I, I don't feel as, you know, I don't feel familiar with them enough to, you know, start talking about them. This is what happened this week. Me on the DC Comics podcast, me and uh, Pete from NYC are planning on doing the Scooby Apocalypse, and I've been trying desperately to catch up because it's like 35 issues. Yeah. And without reading Holy all of cow. them, without reading all of them, I, I feel like I'm not the, I just don't yeah, feel like don't, I'm you qualified. You don't want to speak out of turn. You don't no. want to just, you know, put your, your name in, in yeah. uh, you know, whatever you're saying out to all those people. Yeah, I mean, totally if, if we started, <laughs> like, I'm trying to catch up with Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, and I'm getting there. I think that I could probably read, you know, the latest issue and talk about it a little, but I know that I'll mess up and then people will get mad. And uh, I know that you won't read all of Unbeatable Squirrel no, Girl, so that, that's the other problem. <laughs> so we have to go with that. But that's why all the number ones we try to pick up at least and start off with. But saying that, this week's spotlight, which I said last week on the regular, uh, you know, the regular show, the Wednesday show. Uh, was Magnificent Miss Marvel number one. So if you want to get that review, uh, me and Brandon talking about that, again, head over to patreon.com slash weird science. This coming up week, it's pretty much a given. Yeah, it looks it's gonna, decided. It's going to be Spider-Man Life Story number one by Chip Zdarsky, the one that's going through Spider-Man's life through actual time changes. I believe this one starts with Very him in nervous. Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see this how it is. This straddles the line of my theory It here. does, but it seems <laughs> to be a serious type deal. I mean, this I is a Vietnam issue, so I don't think he's going to be too jokey with it. But yeah, I, I think that it's a given that that is going to be the Patreon spotlight this yeah, week. Yeah, it looks so, that way. Certainly. So, yeah, uh, and there's a bunch of books coming out. Uh, there's a ton of books again next yes, week. Yes, it's a heavy week. Yeah, but on Wednesday nights, we'll be able to get those reviews out as well, record a spotlight, and then on Thursday, we'll have the regular podcast going forward. With that, I have mentioned it to Aaron. He has not gotten back to me, so he has not given me the thumbs up fully, but we'll see how that goes. But we have four books tonight. And uh, we start off the first section, the dead old man section, I'd yeah. like to say, where <laughs> no. we have we have the end of the pretty much the bookend of the Old Man Logan series uh, with the Dead Man Logan and then also the beginning of the Old Man Quill series. But we're going to start with Dead Man Logan. Take it away, Brandon. Yes, this is part five here written by Ed Brisson. Mike Henderson is the artist and Nolan Woodard is on colors with VCs Corey Pettit on letters. 
Uh, quick short blurb. These are the ones we like. Mysterio mm-hmm. flipped on his manipulators, Sin and Miss Sinister, uh, and led Logan, Hawkeye, and a small team of X-Men to Neo Hydra's secret base in the Pacific Ocean, which is where we pick up events right here. Yeah, boom. Uh, and basically where we ended last issue because the plane was being shot down. So yeah. down it comes. Uh, oh, right it gets at- shot down all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it goes. It goes right in the water. looking like it's going to land on this little platform on the Neo Hydra base, but then it gets blown away to pieces and everyone kind of gets separated we get the first shot of glob's famous face we love so oh, much yes glob ah, he's always <laughs> just screaming and pointing and yelling it's it's always that face and it, it is a multi-use expression yes that he for has all situations it seems to work yep. in too happy know? surprised like angry Glob's going through the same situation i just went through like you know you you're gonna have a boy that would also be his face, you know. Yeah, all yeah, different really. Expressions. Yeah, really. Yes, uh, yes. Brandon is uh, gonna have a boy. Uh, sure. I, I said I don't know if you listened to the DC part yet, where we were uh, reading your email about yeah. that, and uh, I did say that I think up in Buffalo they have some black magic going on that you think that you can just bite into a cupcake and find <laughs> out if you're having a boy and a girl. I, I, said, I, I told that to Tanya, and she's like, "You don't understand." They have. Um, I understand. I'm making. Science cupcakes. That's yeah, what really. they are. I said, well, that's what you do in <laughs> Buffalo. I said, or you go in order, and if they give you a hot dog, that's a boy. That's what I think up there. Uh, but yeah, Glob is there just gasping at yep. every every second, and the the plane goes down, and the Neo Hydra guys go out to try to find the wreckage. So, you know, you have Miss Sinister and Sin and all like go and find out if they're dead, and you go and you have a pretty I, I don't know. It's kind of a, a generic Logan type deal I and mean, yeah. he's always yeah, he jumping out under of the something yeah, yeah and then he just slashes him but he jumps out of the water slashes him they get everybody in this boat funny thing is <laughs> they forget about hawkeye yeah, they're, they're it, trying because they see mysterio sneaking off yeah, they're and they're, to go yeah they want to go get him hawkeye's still in the water like, hey, hey he's guys. still in the water <laughs> and, and the funny thing is is when i got to the end of the issue i actually thought okay well they almost forgot hawkeye and pretty much ed brisson kind of forgets him as well well, he doesn't do too much. That this no. is pretty much yeah, they, they a battle. Just, you know, if Mysterio was such a concern, they should have went after Mysterio. Yeah, Hawkeye's and, a, and a Mysterio fit man yeah. he can swim. Yeah, he can swim. He just drank a lot of coffee in, in one of the issues that we read with him. Uh, but yeah, you have the idea that Mysterio goes ahead and runs in, and basically. At the beginning, seems like he's there to be like, oh, man, you know, I just went to the bathroom for a while. What's going on? Like, he goes in. It's like, hey, guys, uh, what's going on? Uh, yeah. By the way, Logan's here. Yeah, he's yeah, going to kill all of you. Seems like he's he's like almost being a, a double spy here. Yeah, he's yeah. coming back in to give him a heads up. That yeah, the he good runs guys in. And it's funny to me because he's like, Logan's here. They're like, we know. We just shot the plane down. And he, they go off, and it's Sin and Crossbones are like, all right, let's take care of this. And Miss Sinister's about to go, and Mysterio goes, no, 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 you know, hang back real quick with me. And what Mysterio ends up doing is making guards think that the Neo Hydra guards think that they are attacking both Jubilee Logan and, and Jubilee. Logan, yeah. And it, it's cool. Again, this is Ebersan is definitely playing around with the fun idea that you can have. This would be like a Clayface at DC as well, yep. where you can have you have shocking moments that aren't shocking because of what happened. But the twist here is the idea that it is Crossbones and and Sin who are getting shot, and Crossbones pretty much looks like he's he's yes. going to die. He's got I mean he takes so many bullets here. It looks yeah, like four or five guys are die. Shooting at, him. <laughs> at one point uh, they say, "Man, I I wonder if Crossbones is going to survive." And you're like, "Really?" Um, Plus but they yeah. were probably even a little little extra on that trigger because it's normally a, a Logan type situation just yeah. feed bullets into him cuz yeah, he's going to yeah, live anyway. Know. And uh and it's it's a quick reveal that it isn't. But again, you you kind of go and you think, well, maybe that is it, but it's not. It, yeah. it is crossbones. This, this and is my sin. one major complaint of the issue is that at this point now, you don't know if you can ever trust what you see going on at any yeah. point with as far as who Mysterio is, who he isn't, and even at the end, like it's it's totally fuzzy. 
Well, when it kind well, of sort of I think that Ed Brisson, where he leaves. In the I think issue. Ed Brisson's going to go fully in with who you're going to have. The people who are talking are going to be legit. Like you have Mysterio right. here, and he's like, "Hey, you know, that's what I did. I'm not your damn puppet anymore." He says to Sin because she's like, "You did this." It's even good where, you know, as we saw, Crossbones was talking a lot of crap. To Mysterio, even when he comes back, he's like, he I, I want Yeah, he's like, I wanted to. I wanted. <laughs> we should have put two bullets in his head in the beginning, and then when this all happens, Mysterio comes out and just walks over to the dying crossbones and goes, "Bang, bang!" And he, you <laughs> son of a! And then they just start fighting. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I, yeah. I think that it's pretty cool. I think he they, comes off like a bad butt, definitely. Yeah, oh yeah, they go For off. somebody they totally underestimated. And then you have the, the X-Men team come, and there's Sin, and just basically like, you know what? Somebody's going to die today. Because if Forge comes in, it's like, hey, no one else needs to die. And Sin's like, no, no, no. Some other people need to die. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna fight you guys. Uh, but as this goes on, you get Glob with more and more expressions. Yeah. You have the Neo. every scene he's yeah, in. You have the Neo Hydra uh, people just going nuts with their Neo Hydra. And I do like the idea where they're like, really? Like, can't, you can't come up with something better than <laughs> oh, these more costumes original. and these Neo Hydra deal. But Logan ends up getting bullet uh, riddled yes. by sin. And that's where, right when he was trying he to, to regenerate, yeah, up. he was trying to regenerate out of his hand. Yep, and and destroys it. And, and that's where Hawkeye comes over and it's like, "Come on, we gotta go. You're okay, right?" And he's like, "No, I'm not. He is really <laughs> messed up here. I mean, he didn't get to do his regenex and stuff like that, but he's he like, ends I need up. A few minutes here, yeah, man. he ends up running into Mysterio." And Mysterio is talking, but, you know, even like he's going, oh, you know, this is punching down. So I guess you can't go by the talk because he'll make them talk as well. But what happens is he ends up killing Mysterio, or at least he thinks it's actually a Neo Hydra agent. Here's the the interesting part, too, because this this is an illusion that everybody thinks Mysterio is now dead because uh, even even the good guys, I think, and the bad guys see see him do this. And he never changes back to nope. this Hydra guy he until does until after they, all leave they leave. The and that the biggest mistake, and it's kind of a funny thing, a funny aside is, and, and I'm telling you, Logan puts the claws right through his head. I yeah, mean, there right is no dome. mistake. And even with the idea of the, you know, the X team going off, there is no mistake that he is dead. It's just not him. Yes. Because as they leave and they're like, hey, uh, should we bring the body? No, no, you know, there's no reason he does. And, and really what, uh, what Logan says is he, he doesn't deserve, uh, any sort of burial. Leave him here. Leave him to rot here. It's a mistake because it's not him. It's a high, and when he ends up kind of fading into being, you know, himself, <laughs> there are three big holes right in his head. <laughs> even then they're like, Hey, is a uh, not sure crossbone's going to make it. I'm like, no, no. When, when they say that, that means he's going to make yes, it, right? I mean, there you go. Maybe next issue he'll be fine. I mean, the idea of I don't think he's going to make it, you're, you're bringing that up because he is, and we're not going to see him die. But, yeah, this is the whole – everybody, even bad and good. They go into the Hydra, Neo Hydra jet, but they have Sin and Miss Sinister. You know, everybody's there but Mysterio. As they go off, and that's where you head off to the Bedford Hills Psychiatric Hospital in Bedford Hills, New York, which we started the whole series from, even went back to Amazing Spider-Man, where he got put here, where Mysterio was put here, and where he was sitting there like he was Hugh Hefner, sitting yep. on his chair like a Playboy. Made all the girls look All crazy. the girls are in Playboy bunny stuff. That old lady who said that, you know, he's going to come back for me and marry me. Well, unfortunately... Uh, most of them he are dead back. now. Yeah, well, they're all dead. And even he's there with the police line and stuff like that. But with that, he just goes and he he ends up. Oh my! I get, we have issues here. What happened? What did you? No, I, I, I plugged it back in. It should okay. be good. And what happened then is he just goes, takes off the helmet. Looks like he throws it away. Uh, gets out of his Looks boots. Like a garbage can. Yeah, and and just sits in that chair he was, and he's like, I'm never gonna leave this place again. He's back to where. He wanted to be. And, and through this, again, it, this is only issue five of 12. I do think that this is the end of this segment. We're going to move on. And I hope that he just gets to stay there now. I, because in Logan's mind, he, he has done he's what dead. he needed yeah, to do. So hopefully he can. And, life. and I think that the way that Ed Brisson is ending this 
is a pretty clever way of showing I do too. you. I like it a lot. And uh, and showing you that uh, Mysterio isn't up to anything. He's not going to do it. Now, again, it also sets up that later on in the reality alternate timeline, whatever, this this all could happen anyway or something could happen because he's not dead. But he just wanted to be left alone. That's what he yeah. wanted at the beginning. He was being used. He even said, I'm not going to be a puppet anymore. But he was kind of a puppet to both sides. The, uh, Logan needed to kill him just to be rest assured yeah, that it wouldn't happen. But Mysterio is showing you that he never is going to do that because he's just – he's a tired guy. Guy who just went he's now he's also out. he's also insane he, he's just sitting there now and in my mind he's just you know imagining things and going but yeah it's going to continue i like this issue I it, it's a, a weird lot. issue it's very quick um but things get resolved in a way that were it, they were twists Throughout yep. the whole deal, a lot of twists that happen that end up, you know, you end up with Mysterio being able to take care of Crossbones just for the trash talking. He did. Yeah, he might live. They say he might not. Whatever. But you have that. You have Sin and Sinister captured, and you have Logan thinking that he had, you know, done the deal. He had killed Mysterio. And at one point, I think it's Forge who says, like, now you can go back to the wastelands. Everything's yeah. good. And he's like, well, I still want to say goodbye to a bunch of people. There's a bunch of people I want to say goodbye to. And I, I like that idea of like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it doesn't appear to always be good because it looks like the next uh, issue involves possibly Sabretooth. Maybe. I think it's regular Wolverine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. so we'll see what's going on. You do have an in memory of Sabretooth at the end, which is a, a weird deal. And uh, But, yeah, I actually, yeah, if he goes to see the regular, you know, comeback Wolverine and kind of set that, I'd like him to go back and see Laura and Gabby one last time, things like that. I, I hope that it doesn't go issue to issue where it's just like almost a, like a scavenger like a scavenger hunt, hunt. Thing, yeah. i don't need that uh but i actually hope that they leave mysterio alone i think he deserves the rest yeah, I now do too. i like yeah. the just the way it ended like you know he's dead to old uh old man logan and that's good enough you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and you can and, still and, use him for future again, stories he doesn't even need to be show, a dead character even i'm showing him throwing away you know the helmet is him like for now saying i'm done yeah. i you know i just want to go and whatever um but with that what would you give it i gave this uh even on the site i gave it an eight five and i'm gonna um, keep yeah. that i'm, I'm going eight five as well it, i really did it yeah. did like it like well like you said the twists throughout the five issue series and it's they so told quick were really it's a good. quick read i think yeah. that i think that uh, also i really like the idea Right now, I mean, we don't have the next seven issues yet, obviously, but this five issues, you could get this trade and just read this trade trade, and then just say like, okay, you know, if I don't want to go forward, you you do get a really good story and it ends Mm -hmm. up being a Mysterio story, which I think was pretty cool. And I was rooting for him. If you have the original Old Man Logan trade and then you get this story to just bookend everything for yourself, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. So hopefully the next seven, and I'm wondering if how they're going to do it, because this does seem like a pretty good trade. Right, yep. but now you have yeah, seven yeah. issues. Is the next trade going to be seven issues? It, no, it's a this weird one deal. Was five, right? Yeah, that, yeah. So you have seven oh, but it, left. It was seven to go. Yeah, yeah. You're you have right. seven to go. So maybe you'll have. I don't know. I guess the next trade could be seven, where you'd have a five issue story and then maybe a two issue prologue or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Or a yeah, seven but issue even, story. Even the art for this series, like I feel, does a, a really good job of telling yeah. the story, and the action looks great. Uh, yeah. Done by Henderson, and and who I forget who does the colors, but. Uh, yeah, I got I out know, of it already. It's just a good package. The total yeah. comic book. Oh, thank test, you. Test your, uh, <laughs> test your, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but it's basically like, you know, it, you don't, th- what you think's going to happen yeah. going into the book kind of really it always tests your around brain. On you. Your brain. You yeah. I, uh, I'll, I'll my tell brain you. trying to think of words yeah. to describe it. Yeah, really. I, I, I told, <laughs> I, or I'll tell you one thing is that if me and you weren't doing the podcast, and I ended up kind of just by myself, like, man, I want to get into some of this fresh start, fresh start. And, and start. I would never have read this yeah. I, because I didn't have as much of a connection with connection old, old Man, man Logan. Logan. I don't think yeah, I read 12 issues so of the original deal or whatever the original 
uh first trade was and then whatever the yeah. you know back that in was the by day mark miller yeah. yeah mark miller i i did not go forward with the you know when it restarted again and, and did that so i never would have read this and i'm glad i did because i i'm having some fun with it it's not even just fun i'm just enjoying it it's a good story and the next book i'm hoping it's going to get to that uh, it's Old Man Quill, and you'll be doing the, the beginning in a second. It's just the idea of this book going from what I really liked at Dead Man Logan, then going to this, I need something more. Th- this yeah. is, it's there, and I could tell that I might like it, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah, it's not doing enough. No. I, don't, I don't know what it is. It, and it's just the beginning of the book, too. You're just like waiting for something to happen mm-hmm. to catch your attention, and it's not, not doing it yeah, yet. Yeah, that's, that's the in. thing that's happening. Yeah. yeah. And what happened when I got done reading this, I even looked. I'm like, oh, man, you know, this is this – is, we want him to get into space is kind of what we want. Yeah, whether <laughs> that's or not, our but, big complaint. Yeah, really. and uh, I'm like, well – Two issues in, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the third issue. I'm like, boy, not much has happened. No. <laughs> That's what shocked me. But give us the beginning. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, skip to the middle of this blurb here yeah. so we don't have to read it all. But it's written by Ethan Sachs, art by Robert Gill, color by Andreas Mosa, letters by VCs Joe Carmanga. Guardians of the Galaxy have spurred Peter Quill into one last mission and chance for redemption. Return to Earth to retrieve an object to stop the Universal Church of Truth. The Earth's had a rough go of it since he'd last been there, with Doctor Doom currently overlord of the wastelands that remain after supervillains took out the planet's heroes. Faced with the injustice on on such a scale, Quill has taken action against the oppressors as he encounters them on a local level, gaining some notice in the wastelands, even as the ch- even as the church picks up his trail yeah. on Earth. And, and the, um, the problem with it's this... It's very weird, because I, I went back to issue two, and it seems like either this is more of a specific a specific town where they were at, yeah. but it was almost like they were at somewhere different and time has passed and he did something else now. And these people are happy. Yeah. yeah well, it, it's here's hard the to th- tell how much time's passed. Well, here's the thing. He was in horse Creek before. Yeah. This is them getting to pace pot Creek and word has traveled that they, he was a hero. Okay. Because when All they right. when That's he comes yeah and when they when he comes in they're like oh man the hero of Horse Creek and then it's Pastepot Creek and like oh okay. man you're great That's you're great and the whole brain. thing is one of the other things is why they're Stop cheering everything Creek yeah like, yeah and why why they're cheering so much and wanting to get them drinks is because they want them to take care of who's oppressing their village and it okay. does seem all right. that, that's the whole setup bit. yeah it's still do you know what my main complaint with all that is it's still too much of the same from last issue like yeah. You have this whole giant new world to explore, and you're doing the same thing, yeah. just in different well, little and, t- and the problem I have with it, and and with this, y- you end up seeing that the Universal Church of Truth has landed on Earth. That was something that we were wishing didn't happen. We thought yep. that maybe he'd get this, you know, artifact and then take the fight into space. Well, now they're here on Earth, so we're going to sit. And one of my things is, yes, I only read a little of the original Old Man Logan, right? I did read a bunch of Old Man Hawkeye. This does spell out at the beginning that this takes place, this note, the events of the story take place after both of those, both yep. the Old Man Hawkeye and the original Old Man Logan. This so is like uh, episode what? Episode Episode eight or no, no, yeah. no. Episode, I don't know. I can't keep on. Which one does everyone hate and fight over? Well, I'm telling you, they start fighting over episode one, one, two, and three. But uh, with, with this, we're, we're here and I had already had enough of the wasteland in the original Old Man Logan and the Old Man Hawkeye. Yes. I, I wanted this story to be something different, but in the vein of the old man stories, but where, you know, you have old man Logan and old man Hawkeye. Yeah, they're on earth. They're, they're, they're from earth. I mean, I know that Quill is as well, but you have the guardians of the galaxy. So this is where I'm starting to kind of get bored with the old man theme because we're just in the wasteland. And and when, and when it was originally kind of there, Oh man, Quill. Okay. Well, you know, we kind of are tight, you know, this all, I mean, even DC had old lady Harley. I mean, the, yeah, the whole concept is a little old. Yeah, they're and beating so, it into the ground. And, and now we have Dead Man Logan and they, they even are, you know, going and they went back to the wasteland but came back. But with that, this would have been something that would have been a fresh take.
take on it and it isn't yet because you're stuck on earth and you're just going through town to town at this point almost like the seven samurai here where you <laughs> yeah. show up and now each town they're going to have to protect uh but you do see the universal church of truth come and pretty much anybody who gets in their way they fry out. they yeah. fry them they they just kill them now in the meantime quill and the guardians are in this paste pot creek and they're like hey you love all this stuff here hey drinks on us all right that rockets all fired up they go the guardians are drinking at a table where uh quill is over at the bar kind of talking the guy's like hey you know what now that you're here and you saved the last town horse creek uh, you save our town from these schmucks and you look and it is the, you know, the I thought it was going to be the Punisher crew I thought it was first. Punisher crew too. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. But it's, There's no, like it's no fire anywhere on them to make Why think. not make fire or something? Yes. Hey, maybe they lost track. But uh, yeah, these are the Ghost Riders and you get the continuing theme as they're fighting because then a fight breaks out. It's just a barroom brawl now. And yep. as it goes down though, so what's you that, do what's that Swayze movie. That's Roadhouse. That's all. That's it's Roadhouse. And with that, though, when they end up, they do throw out this thing like, "Oh, Doom's not going to like this," and Doom, you know. So you're getting this continued deal of all of these towns having these, you know, what I would call these thugs there taking care of it. The girl, there's two guys and a girl. Uh, the girl gets up. And it's like, oh, man, I'm going to go get an army. Rocket's talking crap. Hey, what do you what army are you going to get? Come on back. We'll be there. She really does go back yeah. and get an no, army. I but, knew that was happening. But even, even with this, this is just to me just the continuation of, you know, the Hulk to, in the uh, the original Old yeah, Man Logan. Just different se- sections. Like, yeah, the yeah. Hulk twins. They're just different characters and different places and things like that. And we, you know, the Wrecking Crew. The last deal. And even though, how did you get the Wrecking Crew? And eh, we took care of them easily. But that's all this is so far. Is just this continuing thing of, hey, look what we can do with these characters, you know, in the future. And it's not much new. Now, you do get a thing where this bartender's like, thank you. I want to give you a gift. Gives him a pistol, like a, a legit pistol, an old timey Western gun. Uh, hey, it used to be from the Two Gun Kid. Well, it's funny because there's only one gun there. Um, <laughs> but hey, the, the Two Kid get. I'm guessing that at some point. Something with the Universal Church. Something's going to shut down tech. Yep. Like they're going to have a thing. And exactly then he's, what I thought. This and gun's going to kill the, the, yeah. the gladiator. Yeah, and he's going to have he's going to have this gun to be able to use, whether it's right away or if it's kind of stashed to the side. Kind of like his tape player from the movie a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So he has that. And as this is going on, you do see the Universal Church just going through the wasteland trying to find Quill. That's when the army of ghost riders come back all as a motorcycle gang it's again it's all mad max the wasteland is always going to be like a mad max deal and they just come and attack them and and pretty much overwhelm them there's so many of them and they take them to you know where they have a big arena that's gladiator fist lake city and uh, yeah or it's thunderdome in the you know in, in the deal so you go and uh they're there with what appears to be the gladiator fights here would be like, hey, let's get a lot of people and dress them up as heroes and then have them get ripped apart by different monsters yeah. and well, things like that. You know, all the heroes have been killed. There's a few left. Like we have uh, Ashley Barton here. Yeah, so and it she's looks the like that's legit. the one. Yeah, you have Spider-Woman there. And then you have obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and you have Taskmaster, who is the guy almost like the, you know, the emperor here, who yeah. I'm, I'm guessing can give the thumbs up or thumbs down by the end to see if you kill the people. He's Joe Quinn Phoenix, who yeah, I hate. Yeah, they, uh, really. <laughs> He's there. Yeah, so with his hair lip. But, uh, yeah, and they end up going out into this, you know, this arena. And they have to fight Fing Fang Foom. It looks great. I mean, he looks he he doesn't look cartoony here. No, he, he does. Looks full he, out. he does look excellent. Uh, yeah. He looks like he's got some chip on his brain or yeah. It looks like he might have a, a a control thing on it. Again, is this what uh, you know? Quill will use to, but you think they'd strip him of weapons, but maybe they wouldn't understand what that was because it was so, yeah. we'll have to see. Um, but I do like the end where you have rockets like, is that Fing Fang Foom? Oh no, we're kind of beep. And then it says next, the guardians are kind of beep. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, I like the art in this and I think I, I'm getting I a real too. use to the art that I like. It's just this issue. 
And it's a lot of setup, and it's a lot of the same. Like you said, you were even confused because you go from one town to the next, yeah. start up another fight, only to be captured to take to a you know the arena, uh, the Thunderdome, while the church is frying everyone trying to get the quill. We're waiting for them to get together. In the yeah. meantime, meet they, up already and or and solve that problem. And in the meantime, yeah, <laughs> Quill and and the Guardians are trying to get to the Baxter Building. To get this artifact that they're yeah. trying to get that will be able to fight. So basically, in your in the whole progression of this, there should be a tension of the guardians getting to the Baxter building before they get caught by the church. But because of the way the story's playing out and the way I don't get any tension. Yeah, it's first the lack they of seeing the yeah. you see the church like one and they page yeah it doesn't each, seem each like issue. it's something. It doesn't yeah. even seem like they're like let's see when they start getting to the towns and when they start getting close to they but right now they it's so separated. Yeah, our heroes don't even know really the church yeah. is after them. And, and everything's so just that, kind of that just, lacks yeah. the tension too. You yeah, know, there's not much tension to, to it. And the, the, like I said, now we're stopping to do an arena fight, which is fine. But. Even stopping doesn't make me think, oh, no, the church is going to catch them now because they don't even know where they are. They're just going around (laughs) frying people. So uh, overall, I thought it was okay. I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it probably a very positive seven. I could go as a six, nine. It's almost one of those where I really I'm struggling to give it a seven. Because I don't think enough happens, but I really do like the art. Yep. And I think that the characters are well done. The Guardians seem up, but there, there's not enough for them to do. Yeah, they're, they're uh, really, they were very few lines. They basically yeah. have one-liners this whole issue. Actually, I'm going 6'5". I'm that, going 6'5 now. that's where I'm at. I'm at yeah. a 6'5". I would I like to give it a 7 because of the art. And, and it's action-packed, but like I said, I need more tension. I need more stakes. I need more than them just going from town to town uh, and or town to town to arena. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. And, and even with Taskmaster, it's again, Taskmaster's there. Unfortunately, we've seen Taskmaster in every book and he's goofy sometimes and not. So seeing him here is not a wow moment. Like, oh man, look at that. You know, he's just Taskmaster yeah. there. Oh, wait, Taskmaster. Yeah, we yeah, see you enough. So. Yeah, really. uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's just kind of very average. Whereas Dead Man Logan kind of twists and turns in and makes yeah, you that think kept a little on bit. Your, this I does think not. That, yeah. it's, it's you open up the book and you know what you're getting from page one yeah. all the way through. So it's kind of just a little average. In there. Yeah, I'd say that Old Man Logan or Dead Man Logan kept me on my toes. Yep. While Old Man Quill kept me flat-footed how about that is, <laughs> that, is that a fancy yeah. way of as, as saying the things? old baseball coaches used to say no, never be flat-footed always be no never be flat-footed and when you're leading off of first or any base when you're leading, don't cross your legs that's a I, when tip you step for up you. to the plate hitting over the plate home run there you yes go. that's right right to eric <laughs> shade no what you do is you go up and erase the batter's box the first time up so then you can crowd the plate and get hit that was yeah. always my ploy uh, I, i'm telling you i i talked I about on the like dc podcast bases. I would always try I, to walk. I just, I'm telling you, I would bunt, get hit by pitches, or walk, and then I'd steal second and third. That, yeah, that was my whole deal. That was, that was pretty much my too. deal. Oh, yeah. And also, we, in my high school, we had a pretty hard as rock infield. Uh, it was not very good, but I still uh, slid head first because Ricky <laughs> Henderson did. That was all I did. And I used to get yelled. I used to be cut all of my arms and stuff. I didn't care. But, yeah, that's the end of the first half of the podcast. And we're going to go to the mail. And the mail is from Jacob with a K who says, and I, I do want to mention, if you want to email us, we read all the emails. We just haven't gotten a lot recently. Uh, but it is weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. And if you don't remember that, it will be in the show notes as well and yeah we welcome all sorts of mail negative you know positive whatever uh but jacob (laughs) with a k is always positive he says hey weird science crew hope your weekend is going well last time i emailed i talked about the age of x-man event i'm not going to talk about all those issues this time frankly because extremist extremists and apocalypse and the x tracks didn't do anything for me. The one Age of X-Men book I did want to talk about was Prisoner X. I really enjoyed this first issue. After Bishop is sent to prison, he starts to remember things about his past, his real past. As he's searching for more information, he runs into some familiar faces, including Beast, Polaris, and Gabby. Very interesting dialogue and overall a nice read. My book of the week was Magnificent Miss Marvel, which I think that's pretty much going to be one of ours as well. If if you you tally it up. Dead or Dead Man, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, we said I was actually uh, more surprised that you liked Magnificent Miss Marvel as much as you did. We had that again on the Patreon spotlight. But uh, going in, we both liked it. Uh, it was a good catch up to get you into the character and didn't seem to be anything but just trying to have, you know, a good comic and stuff yeah. like that. It wasn't like the weird, it didn't have the weird messages that first Miles issue yeah, had, which yeah, I was a little yeah. worried about. And it's Saladina Mad. Yeah. And I said that it, it seems like he really wanted to push the idea that he's going to really respect G. Will Wilson's run. Uh, jumping onto this one. I hadn't read much of Kamala other than in the Champions books. So this was a great introduction to the character for me. And I think it was. I think yeah, it was I like really, her so much really better good. in that book than Champions. Or, yeah, yeah. or even, yeah, the, even the other, the relaunch of Champions where yeah. she's quote unquote the leader of the team, you know? She's that one the leader. Issue read. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, that book. <laughs> I, I tried to read the second issue and I, it's not for me. Yeah, I'm not going to put me. it down, but it's not for me. Uh, can't wait for the next episode. And hopefully an X-23 letters page soon. <laughs> I know. Another really? I, I, yeah, I, I'm telling you, everybody listening needs to write into the X-23 letters page. We I should want have, to have one it. letter for every download. I'm telling you, the at, one point, <laughs> at one point later on in this podcast, as it goes, and if X-23 would continue, that would be a great book to do it. But we should all end up writing in and having some weird code. That we all know it's us. I'll um, tell you some, what, if Mar- Marvel put out uh, a Gabby book, like a Teen Titans book, that would be pretty fun. Yeah, I, I would I'd, get I'd that from in. the daughter, you know? Yeah, I just I, I just assume that what they would do with her is put her on Champions or something like that. Yeah. I, I'd like I think her it to needs have to be a own. little, un- not so like serious teen level drama. Like she's a yeah. little younger than that. Well, just even be more put, yeah. fun with it. And, well, have like a uh, a young young teen uh, X Men book or something yeah. where she kind of leads them. And it would be funny for her trying to be a leader because she is violent as all heck, but also just a great girl. So, but yeah, I we need to do something where we have some code where and and then at one point like the X twenty three letters page finally comes out. There's eight letters and it's just <laughs> it's me. Everybody you, that listens, Jacob, yeah. Dino, it's just everybody. Uh, but yeah, sincerely, Jacob with a K, and thank you, Jacob. And uh, we're going to move on to the next two books, and the next one is Winter Soldier number four. So it is the penultimate issue of the Winter Soldier book. Now this really doesn't feel like the last issue is coming no. next. You know what? Well, the way and, this and the weird thing is, is that it it also felt like when we first got word of this. If you remember, it was going to be an ongoing. Yep. They did announce it as this an ongoing. This is one of those funny things they went yeah, back and Yeah, and then quickly then. went back and said, hey, because then people were like, oh, man, you know, fuck, you could never keep a book. And then they ended up saying, no, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a five-issue mini. And I think that maybe Kyle Higgins had more of a story because, boy, it started out with this whole deal of, hey, we're going to help all these people, second chances, second chances. The minute that RJ shows up, that kind of got pushed yeah, aside to just be an RJ, an RJ story. Briefly, very quickly. Yeah, it, it does. So you can say that the beginning set it up, but yeah. really, that guy that so started that there was out, remember the first that issue. The guy, the, the guy who, the only reason that was anything was to have RJ at the end show up to and, try and to kill Bucky. Before we even get into it, I mean, Bucky needs to stop helping people. Everybody I helps know. immediately calls these people back home. Yeah, Take because their you cell know, phones away or block these numbers so they. It's, it's like where they say, people. like, your your mouth is bigger than your stomach when you're yeah. at the buffet. His heart is bigger than his brain here. Yeah. He's Every, trying to help trying people. trying to get over this ex-girlfriend. They thing. just can't stop well, calling. And the thing is, why you know, you're helping pretty bad people. Right. And at one point, this is where I think that this plays in this, you know, this issue especially. Because usually he's helping, say, an ex-Hydra agent who wants to get out of the game. They yeah. want to. They're just too stupid to not call people and stuff like that. Right. This here, he's trying to help RJ's father, who doesn't want to get out of the game. Yeah. He's using like the Bucky. the sides, yeah. Yeah, he's using Bucky. But it is Winter Soldier number four, written by Kyle Higgins, art by Rob Rice. I'm interested uh, how you work this blurb here. Yeah, and letters by VCs Clayton <laughs> Cowles. Uh, My name is Bucky Barnes. Is that how he talks? Some people call me the Winter Soldier. I've done a lot of bad things, and those things don't go away. That, that's pretty much straight up Winter Soldier, right? Yes, uh, so. Even after you get a pardon from the government for fighting Hydra, nothing can ever undo what I've done. 
And then basically it says he's got a program with Sharon Carter. He's trying to give criminals a second chance. Recently, I've taken a kid named RJ under my wing. Hydra modeled him after me, but they lost his trust after his mentor betrayed him. I've been trying to show RJ how to turn his life around uh, like I've been fighting to do with mine. Just when I thought I was breaking through, someone from RJ's past arrived to further complicate things. That is RJ's father. And it starts off with us. And I think a kind of a clever start. Yeah, RJ's of, father's origin story. Yeah, I guess. and giving <laughs> us the background of his father. In the meantime, being told from Sharon to tell Bucky that it's legit, that this is legit his father. His father was arrested. His father isn't a good guy. His father was in, you know, armed robbery. He served 10 years. He got out. Uh, the big problem is as this goes on, uh, you end up seeing that he had a visitor. Right before he got out, which is that Colt who was RJ's handler for Hydra, so that causes problems. But before that, you end up seeing the the dad with RJ eating, and they've been talking, and it's nice. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. nice because they, and they it's, do definitely play you uh, for a fool at first to make you think his dad's kind of on the straight and narrow until yeah. they really show you he's not. And I like the idea that RJ's pretty smart because there's his dad, and he's like, yeah, you know, I was in the I was in the clink. And then all of a sudden I saw this. I got out. I went to the bar. I'm sitting there and I look up at the TV and there's my kid fighting with the Winter Soldier. And, and they <laughs> see he talks like Winter Soldier too. And Everybody then, has this Western and then, and then yeah, well, crazy. then RJ goes, I don't like the bacon. <laughs> no, RJ's, RJ's smart enough. And he's like, how, how would you know it was me? I was only one. And his dad pulls out a picture of him as a kid with his mom. He's like, yeah, she sent me this right before she died. And if if he is completely conning RJ, which I think he is slightly but not fully, he's doing a good job because yeah. these are things like really does like, OK, well, yeah. And he's like and he even says and, and if he wasn't a father, it'd be a little more creepy because he's like, yeah, uh, now now this is my in the in the uh, prison voice. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the prison, boy. Instead of going out the yard, I sat and looked at your picture all day. I'm like, that's a little creepy. But he's like, yeah, I wanted to know when I got out that I could find you right away. And, and then I did, and I think it's fate. Well, they go out. RJ starts crying. His dad – and his dad seems like – a legit guy, yeah. Yeah, he does at this he was, point until he, was you a know, bad he walks guy. out well, the restaurant. Yeah, they walk out, and then these mobsters come up and like, hey, look at that. It's the Richie Rich. See, I got all voices tonight. <laughs> hey, where's that money you owe us? And it turns out that after getting out of jail, he immediately borrowed $50,000 <laughs> with interest. Who does what, it? What did he buy? I, I don't, don't know. And, and, and what did – why would they have given him this money? I know that they're loan sharks, but – this guy doesn't seem to, and they even said they were in prison with him. And they, what opportunities does he have? Yeah. I can think if they said you do some jobs for us, but with this, it kind of had to be—I don't know—it had to be a runaround way. I think they just to like do punching this. people. Yeah, and the one guy, the main guy, looks like Silvio from uh, freaking The Sopranos. And every time I see any sort of. Uh, you know, gangster anymore. This is the look, but they're there and they're like, one of the guys looks like a heftier uh, version of Brian Michael Bendis. Even the one looks like a younger Polly Walnuts from the Sopranos. Later on, one of the guys looks like he's from Goodfellas. Uh, but while these guys are kind of shaking down his dad, Rich, they say to RJ, Hey kid, go to, go over there. You know, wait while we beat the crap out of your dad. And you're just waiting for RJ to just gonna rip kill them, them apart. And he does end up hurting him. He gives the one guy the dim mock. Uh, and it's a, the, the main guy looks like his eyes are bulging out. He doesn't kill him, but he beats him up. And then that's where Bucky shows up and says, everybody run now. And the dad is so mad that he thinks, you know, that Bucky Probably has been trailing Probably would have got his butt kicked if he, did, if he didn't show up. This kid wasn't going to fend him off forever, yeah. 300. Yeah, and so Bucky's there. And the dad's like, man, you're trailing us. That's real classy. Hey, you know, I'm getting out of here. I'm out of Screw you, Barnes, and goes off. But the big thing is RJ saying, you don't understand. My dad is trying to make a new way with, you know, this. He's trying. He doesn't have the opportunities. You know, all this stuff. So Bucky's like, Bucky really likes this RJ and really wants to help him. So he goes then. This is where it gets a little bit of a stretch. There is no way that even if Bucky Bucky shows up at the main mob bosses, you know, they're they're having their little dinner. Yeah. He shows up and, dinner, yeah. Yeah, and basically says, hey, 
Richie, hey, Richie boy, woo! No, he, he shows up and he's like, Richie boy. New York gangsters and Western citizens. Yeah, really. going hey, on. what's going on? <laughs> choo, choo. But he shows up and it's like, hey, Richie Boyle, he's into you for 50 grand plus interest. The guy's like, hey, I'm familiar. And he's like, you're going to forget about that. And like, forget about 50. Jay, who the heck do you think you are? And he's like, here. And he does give him the money then. And that's the only thing that, if my mind, if he didn't give him the money, because he's like, plus interest, gives him the money. And then he's like, hey, you know, that's a deadbeat, this, this boil, right? And he's like, no, no, people can change. And they just start laughing in his face. And Bucky pulls a gun on <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Hey, this isn't no I'm The gun will be pulled back out of the yeah. other side. Oh, yeah, too. yeah. But even though it's just like that, as he goes and pays it off, I'm like, really, Bucky? You are really setting yourself up for a big fall here. Bucky wants to pay off my student loans. I'm in yeah, trouble, really. too, over he here. Go- Help me He out. goes over. He's like, hey, you ever hear of this, Brandon Murray? Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> I don't he want the government in. come and take my house or anything, right. you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, all this is going on. He has set up, uh, you know, he has set up RJ's dad. With a house, a it's just the same thing that he did before with a you know a clean phone. He says, yeah, same also thing he did a job with the guy in issue one. And uh, the thing is that Bucky keeps giving these guys jobs that they always don't like because you know he's working at a bar, maybe not the best place for you know this guy to work at. Maybe he should work at say uh, you know Lowe's, a juice bar. I don't yeah, know. A I'm gym. telling you, <laughs> McDonald's, <laughs> not a bar with CD guy because he's there and uh, and even though it kind of looks like a fridays or something but still he ends up right away calling guys from before and setting up immediately and it's a robbery he sets up a robbery where there's like a a a a mob card game going down you know a card that is in a really bad location that he thinks that they could take advantage of he's going to go he thinks that rj is going to be his strongman with him he even says where these guys show up he's turned down like his son basically turns him down says no i'm not going to do that but he's like just still telling other guys oh don't worry yeah well then bucky Bucky finds out information and goes to Gundy's, the bar that, that Richie is working at, and goes in and is like, you're done. Get out of here. What, what do you mean? You just set me up. No, no, no. I just got this. You ended up talking to Colt, which was that bad guy who had RJ before. And he's like, you know, that's why you showed up. You're here to bring him back into Hydro, all this stuff. And he says, now this guy, he's such a piece of crap liar, but it seems legit. He's like, no, no, no. He came to ask me. I didn't know where he was. I was in jail then. I had no idea. I just told him, and I wouldn't have anyway. That's my boy. And through this whole thing, it, it keeps going with this idea of, he's not your son, Bucky, and uh, you're a dirtbag. He's not your son. And they keep going. They end up in the alley fighting. And the craziest thing where Bucky ends up, he he, he actually doesn't do anything. The, you know, you have him go to punch Bucky. Bucky moves out of the way. He trips and then appears to break his neck. Against the uh, the trash bin, yeah, the, the big garbage well, can Buc- deal. Bu- I think Bucky does. So he do- he punches. He Bucky, dodged. He ducks yeah, his- yeah. Buck Bucky sucker punches. Well, not sucker punches him, but gut punches him, and then that's when he like strikes out of anger, running at him. Yeah. Bucky moves Misses out of the way. Smashes yeah, and so Bucky doesn't necessarily break his neck and possibly kill him, but he's there fighting them and yeah. he shouldn't be uh and so you have what's set up as the you know the final issue you even have the cover at the end you know next and it is RJ and you know Bucky going at each other but who knows if that's going to be the case but still he looks like he's dead i, I mean he's you dead. know oh, for poor sure. RJ's dad looks like he's dead but you know, Kyle Higgins made it very clear the guy was a piece of crap yeah. and Spelled i it out. i mean i don't know about you uh, through this whole thing, once this started going, I really thought that the end for him was going to just be shot at this game. Yeah. They, he'd go to the card game and get shot well, and shown you know, that he's a bad the guy. The one thing I will say is at least it's an interesting ending. Like, we yeah. dealt with this piece of crap dad for the whole issue. For for him to at least die in an interesting way, we get a good climax to the miniseries, yeah. at least. And so. a, lot of, a lot of crazy voices. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Westerners and, I, and New Yorkers all living yeah. in the same place. Yahoo! What are you <laughs> doing there? That's Bucky. Oh, no! He's dead. He, his <laughs> neck was snapped. I don't know how Tugnamit that happened. Uh, but yeah, I'll tell you one weird surprise that I had with this issue. I didn't mind the art. And I know this is I the was, first that was issue. The other thing I was going to say too. It suddenly got a lot cleaner yes. and clearer. Yep. And it's still that style. Um, but 
I actually liked it. Plus, I, I laugh because uh, RJ suddenly looks in a lot of panels to look like Corey Feldman. And that made me laugh. And if anybody, you know, go through it and look. And occasionally he looks very much like Corey Feldman. But uh, you have the gangsters and stuff. And some of the backgrounds that I didn't like before because Rob Rice definitely likes to do these like watercolor-esque scenes yep. and some of the backgrounds. But – some of them really work. I mean, when Bucky shows up and he's in shadow where he tells those gangsters, the you know, run now, you see lights behind and stuff like that. It works really good. And some of this stuff, and even like the one where he says that, uh, hey, you know, Richie Boyle, you know, this guy's a deadbeat. And then, the, you know, you have Winter Soldier, like, people can change. And then the guys start laughing. It's really, really good. I actually... I actually like the art enough that I think that this is obviously this is set up for the next issue. It is a little slow at the beginning to really set up where Kyle Higgins either wants you to like, hey, that he's good, he's bad, he's can't get out of his way. You know what I mean? But yeah. by the end, I liked it. But I'm going to give it a seven eight. I actually did like this a lot more as this is going on. I'm liking it more and more. I think, and I, I'm looking forward to the end. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to give it a flat seven. I I mean, i kind of been right around there for this whole series. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the art definitely benefits at this issue just being cleaner and more, more you know, easier to tell what's going on in the story. Yep. It's not like that black and red ink we were dealing with just in yeah, the early yeah. issues. That and was crazy. And what's funny, too, is you could, you could go a lot of times with this and go like, well, oh, look, they changed inkers or color, but Rob Rice does all of it. Yeah. So, you know, it's always himself. him. <laughs> yeah, maybe he had a little more time now. I, I don't an know. Awakening. I don't know what happened. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot better. I still enjoyed this RJ story. I I'm on like the brink of it being just totally a trade. I would say, yeah, this isn't a bad Winter Soldier story. Yeah, it's, it's not recommend. exactly. It's not exactly like I see. Like you're saying, the full story so far. We'll see how it ends. But I said it, it's still feeling to me like a year from now, somebody will bring it up. Remember that Winter Soldier, yeah. you know, story, and I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah I do remember not the that. Most but, memorable Bucky story. Yeah, I'm not going to talk but about solid. it. Like I think it, if you're a Winter Soldier fan, you're not miserable right now. No, but. Like the Cosmic Ghost Rider miniseries. I mean, people in, in the Slack chat are still talking about that. I mean, that, that would <laughs> yeah. hit. Uh, but we're yeah. going to move to the last book of the night, and that is X-Force number four. And that is, again, written by Ed Brisson. So we have two Ed Brisson uh, books on the podcast night. Art by Dylan Burnett. Colors by Jesus Urbatov. And letters by VC's Corey Pettit. Uh Andre, an undercover mutant transient soldier, helped Deathlock infiltrate the transient federal building to free his fellow mutants, only to betray Deathlock and escape through a time portal within the building. As the rest of the X-Force raced to uh, reach the facility, Deathlock continued with the mission only be ambushed by mutant hunter Ahab. And we start right with that. And it's Ahab going so through Deathlock's right brain uh, <laughs> to get his tachyon probability generator. And with that gets a little annoying as, yes. as it goes on. It, it's a little overplayed, though he's, he doesn't get that much screen time here. But when he does, it's just like 98.3% probability. Yeah, it ends that, up helping him zero throughout the issue, to be honest. Yeah, able. and, and really, <laughs> at one point, I did see, you don't see this. This is a bonus. It says 99.9% .9 chance of annoying Jim. That's what it <laughs> says, because it was just kind of like, okay, Come on, Ahab. You're, you're more than that. I mean, Ahab is a very, very in-your-face character that has very defined deal. And then he just becomes this probability generator guy uh, just to do yeah, that. He one-trick pony the rest yeah, of the Yeah, while you do this, you have uh, Boom Boom and Cannonball uh, loading up everybody in Domino's van. They're not all going to fit. You see, there's tons of people. The van's there. And really, by the, the bit of this, and, and a kind of a funny thing where Boom Boom's like, everybody, because they, they don't speak english yeah. and like dillweeds into the van <laughs> and then cannibal's like i don't think they want to go in the, with a van with a stranger and like you know i'm using the universal language of get in the van though yes. and while Open this is going door. on i'm waving my arms yes i'm waving my arms while this is going on you you did have constantine go and in a weird art deal that i didn't quite get at first he walks into a room and it is a giant mecha suit. Yeah. I did not know that that was a mecha suit oh, until after it? he came out. No, I okay. just saw it. I actually thought at first 
it was like something like that was con- like a tank that maybe had another mutant. In like it, he was trying was to make go. bring his son back to yeah, life. Or somebody's like, I end this today, and I- I'm telling you, you can come up with a crazy mutant that it could be. Maybe it's even or Juggernaut. It possibly, you and, thought it was a bomb. It looks yeah, like or it was something. A bomb, but, but yeah, when it comes out, it, it is a big mecha that he's running through. And I did like that the mecha also has one eye. Uh, because why would he need two? But he comes out, and as this is going on, he blows Looks up like the van. Looks like it would be a Deathstroke mecha. Yeah, yeah, he blows up the van. <laughs> Domino's van is done. Uh, that made me laugh. But with that, too, you do have these mutants that basically come and say, listen, we don't want to run. We we don't want to get out of here. We're going we're gonna to fight with you. And they, they start fighting. So that kind of gets everybody kind of involved and also kind of delays some things because while this is going on, they're trying to find Deathlock and they go and they end up running into Ahab, who is a little bigger than the last time yes, Warpath says. You know, he even has Deathlock's, uh, you know, claws there. He goes and he uh, gets Shatterstar there right in the gut and all these things are going on. And as they go on, you do end up, like I said, these mutants want to join in. They want to fight. But then death, when Deathlock comes back, he ends up saying to them, hey, uh, you know, we didn't find her. And uh, that's where the whole the jig is up. Yeah. And they're like, you know, hey, Cable, what's going on? What does he mean by that? Like you said, you were only here to find these future, you know, tech and, and guns. What's yeah. going on? And it's revealed that Ahab ran off with Rachel Summers and she's supposed to be there. And that's the big thing that he is after as well. And that I kind don't know of why does... that's such a secret, though. I don't understand why yeah, he's I so know. afraid to tell that. I, I know he, he has a closer quote-unquote relationship her being from the future yeah. than, than you know the current x-men but i don't understand why he's so afraid to tell the x-men that that was the yeah, one it is thing weird but with that it does end up roundabout way of kind of connecting them by then you know and even domino's like listen you can't keep secrets you know and and at this point it's switched a little at least we're not getting the Hey, I don't think you're cable. Yeah. That's kind of finally that's pushed aside. Well, What's also, going at least on now? His hidden secret isn't such a terrible thing. You yeah. know, like he, well, he's not secretly trying to kill the X Men. No. And what I like now is the fact that instead of it being, Hey, uh, you know, you're not really cable, now they're kind of going and saying to him and almost trying to tell him how to be a better cable. Like, yeah, the other cable he taught me this. You should, and it's kind of like, okay, he's learning kind of almost like the cable he killed can come back from the grave and teach him through yeah. these people who are saying like, we don't keep secrets. This always rips teams apart. Now we have things going on. Now one of the big things is, is as they're fighting, uh, Ahab gets de- decapitated. He gets beheaded. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cause I, I'm not. I like a- that it eventually turns into the Constantine versus Ahab fight. Like yeah. the X-Men don't even got to do much. Here. No, and yeah, they're fighting, uh, together. And this is where you have the team like, okay, let's kind of get between them, try to separate them, all these things. But yeah, Ahab just completely gets decapitated through this. And, uh, they even pick up. And this is the thing though, that Kid Cable's like, oh no, I needed him. He was my only connection to find rachel and then out of nowhere deathlock and it's very i don't know it seems forced like well ahab is more tech than human anymore you know so i am gonna read his black box download deal and i'm gonna find out exactly what he did and we don't really find out anything basically he he found out nothing yep they ended up taking her they did take her through that portal long explanation to find out nothing yeah and so with that, they find that out, though, because these mutants come then. Well, they find out she went through the portal, basically. Oh, yeah. These mutants come back, these mutants that were captured. And they're like, we we don't want to, you know, be free. We're, we're us now. We are free. We're going to do what we're going to do. But they, they ask her, you, did you see anybody red hair? You know, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the one that was there all along is like, yeah, we did see them. Uh, I did see her. They took her through that portal. So you still have that portal, that big, you know, time portal that we've been wondering about where we've seen guys go in. Uh, and then they, they end up pretty much getting the, uh, the transient army, they put them in a cell. There's not many of them. The one guy starts yelling like the Nazis would. Hey, we were just doing our job. You know, that doesn't work yeah. anymore. And uh, so they're wondering what to do and what this portal and things like that. And as they're like walking away... <laughs> Poor Warpath, who's done nothing, gets sliced up, looks like he's completely just dead. And then you turn off and see that Strife 
has come through the portal. And if you don't know, Strife is a big connection with Cable. He's his clone. So that's the big thing with Strife going yeah, on. He's bad, and it is, usually. And he's one of Cable's big villain things, too. And you do see, I believe, that that guy, that uh, double agent guy is on his right as well because he was that fire guy when he went in. So I think that that's him returning with the fight as far as I can Poor tell. Poor Warpath had like three lines in this whole, yeah. <laughs> whole series so far and one of them were two two panels before he died. Yeah. You know what? Even the, well, the best two is as he dies, he doesn't even say anything. He, he's like, just let him help you, Star, because Shatterstar is all hurt and they want to help him and, and stitch him up. No, no, I'm good. I'll be fine. Just let him help you, Star. Slice right through. He's done. And uh, we'll see. He's laying on the ground. He certainly looks dead. Yeah, but I would think he's dead. So did know. Deathlock. Deathlock yes. comes back after he's been picked apart. Uh, he's been Brett. put together two times yeah. in four issues. And, and he just comes back and they're like, oh, Deathlock, you're okay? And he's like, eh, I'm not optimal. Warpath War doesn't have the benefit of being half no. robot, though. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like they're coming through this portal from the future. Strife is leading this team to kind of take care of business. And then it says next, the origin of Kid Cable, because he even says he's like Nathan Dayspring. What a present surprise because he's right there. Obviously, one of Nate's uh, alter, you know, side names, aliases. So uh, we have all this. And with Strife, there was a lot of things in the past where I was looking up a lot of things between him and Nathan and Nathan's future yeah, wife. I know it's a big things mess like that. that. Yeah, impossible to wrap your mind around. Yeah, yeah. Them. So, but it, it's cool that there's a connection and it looks great. So, yeah, I I love the art in this issue. Yeah, I did. Too. Uh, I'm liking the art more and more and. And uh, at the beginning, I was just thrown off a little by Domino. I'll still, I can still complain that not everybody has anything to do because really, what does Domino do this? Yeah. Time? Why is she, she even on the team? She slaps a little sense into Cable at once. Yeah, and also her bit. van was there to get blown up because yeah. Boom Boom drove the van. But other than that, <laughs> well, you let's don't face have... it, you give your van to someone named Boom Boom. It, it not, it's not true. coming back in one piece. But yeah, of something other than expect. that, Boom Boom doesn't have that much to do. Cannonball doesn't have that much like. The team itself doesn't seem to have much to do, but still by the end, book. and by the end, I'm still enjoying it though. Yeah. Uh, and, with and that, we find out we get a young cable origin coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be cool. And, and the weird thing about this as well is like, I, I keep expecting it to, to be a mini, but it isn't. Nope. It's, and in fact, this is the end of this story. Next is the kid cable, uh, thing that is probably just, going to be considered a one shot i would think because, because this is part four of four so i would think that the origin of kid cable you get that there you got your trade and then you move on with the story so uh that sounds pretty cool i'd like a kid cable origin i i'd like to see that so we'll go from there but yeah i like this i'm giving it an eight i actually like it a lot i have fun with it i like the art uh ahab is gone he was annoying me anyway so he's out it looks like uh you know constantine he's kind of worse for wear as well and we'll just move on with it and the story so uh what would you give it yeah i actually really liked it as well i was right around year eight i think i gave it a 7.8 on my sheet okay. here being a little picky uh um, yeah, yeah. I, I thought the art was just maybe a step down from the previous issues but something i still dug uh yeah. but but i did like this story you know poor warpath but i can move on yeah. without him he, like i said we need to kind of thin the herd a little bit anyway well, that's the thing i hope that with the idea of warpath may be done and maybe even I'm telling you, if Shatterstar ends up like, hey, uh, you know, yeah, he's let's con- probably on the sidelines. Maybe yeah, a let's concentrate issues. on, you know, Domino, Kid Cable, e- even Boom Boom and Cannonball, like whatever. But let's concentrate on some characters now. Now that you got this, you know, balls to the wall story kind of winding down as well. Now they're going to fight yeah. Strife. So it's not really winding down. I know, but well, maybe um, now that this kid, you know, this story was Kid Cable centric, so it'll move on to a different character in the cast. Sometimes they do that in these yeah. books a lot too. yeah i need i need some character work though to to keep going I, I can't just have a book where you're not gonna have every character do stuff so yeah i hope that you know as this goes on we do center on you know characters like have four issues and then the fifth is always a character issue and stuff like that would be cool um but well did you give your score yeah, seven, seven eight seven eight i'm gonna okay. stick with yeah, but Just I think my favorite book of the night was probably uh, Dead Man Logan. Yeah, I, agree. I, I I am enjoying that. But overall, I thought that these were all pretty good. I mean, they weren't terrible. We didn't have anything that we were saying was just, you know, god-awful horrible. Yeah, stuff. no, we're not discussing – we don't have an Iron Man on this, this no. podcast. <laughs> no, because I, this is the thing, though. 
I, I will tell everybody too, when we have a couple days before we have a podcast like this one, the weekend edition, we can then pick and choose of what we like. When we do the Wednesday show, we pretty much just throw three yeah. books out like, there what without three are the biggest because I, I usually tell you by lunch without ever reading them yet, because I don't get to read until I come home yeah, from you know work, that I say, hey, you know, you want to do this, this, and this? And you're usually like, yeah, those are the bigger ones. Um, but this will give us the benefit of kind of going through and picking and choosing some, because not only then can we get rid of some that we don't like, but there might be books that we normally wouldn't feature that we may really like. Yeah, and we'll get the chance mean. to know that ahead of time so that we can jump those in. Because I would like to have a podcast where we're mainly, you know, talking positively about the books. Some we have to talk about. There, there's always Avengers will probably always be yeah. on whether we like it or not. Uh, but, you know, Iron Man, please. Yeah. I, I'm pretty much done I don't think, with that. I don't think we, we're going to get a string of emails claiming, you know, we're not a real Marvel podcast anymore because this Iron Man run isn't being covered. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's not really clamoring for more Escape out there. I, I have no, a feeling. No, but again, <laughs> if we have a day between the deal, we might be able to see when it gets better yeah. and get it on. And that goes for stuff like Black Panther that we haven't talked about since Eric was on the podcast. I'm still waiting for that. But you need more than one issue to be a better book. Yes, we need, I agree. We, well, I don't think you. Black Panther has hit that he, string yet. We, well, we had one that I kind of liked. That was the one before this last one. I haven't even read the last one. Uh, but yeah, get the solicit back. to twelve. Good news. Sounded like this all might be coming yeah. to an end. So hopefully, hopefully. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what goes down. But that is the end of the weekend edition, episode 62. Thanks, everybody. I will mention a couple things. Again, we have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we will, again, start reviewing a lot of books on a Wednesday night. So if you want to go check those out, everything that, you know, everything that we're trying to read and get out there. Uh, in the meantime, we also have a, a uh, email if you want to email us and get your mail onto it. And since X23 doesn't have a letters page, just try Treat this like the letters yeah, page. Yeah, we will be that. That's what we call. We're, we're the letters <laughs> page now. And that is weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. Again, all these will be in the show notes. And once again, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash weirdscience, where on Wednesday we'll have a Patreon-only spotlight that will start the week of reviews. And that will have one or two books as picked by the bad butts. Of the Patreon, and that's one of the things I, I do want to, uh, you know, if you get and become a bad butt of the Patreon, you actually get to vote on what books we talk about and stuff like that. So that is the end of the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And again, we'll see you either on Wednesday or if you're not on the Patreon, we'll see you on Thursday. Thursday. Yep.